Hello, Mech Warriors, and welcome to the Mech Bay, where we fix your mech and fix your game. What's going on, Mech Warriors? I'm your host, Josh, and today we're talking about all the things that happened after the Jihad, before the Ill Clan, and all the things we'd like to have try to think never actually happened, or at least happened in a different way. Uh, but speaking of hobby progress, let's just roll out. Dustin, what have you been doing to get pain? <laughs> Manual labor. Uh, I've been building a she shed for my wife. Uh, gosh, and reading Empire Alone and Book Club Book when I can. I guess that, but no real paint on mini stuff. Um, but yeah, how about you? Uh, first off, was it last summer you building a deck? Yes. And now it's Actually, a shed? Technically, that was like early spring. But yes, I built a back deck and now I'm building a shed. Are we talking like six months ago or like, like that I was, it deck- was like six months ago? I deck feel was- like it was last year. I feel like deck was last year. It might have been technically last year. It was when I switched jobs. Oh, yeah. That, so that would have been that, fall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Would- As usual. As usual. <laughs> the flow of time has no meaning here. <laughs> it all just mushes together. It really does. Um <laughs> So you haven't touched any models, nothing, anything. This since the last episode, I think I worked. No, I did. I did. I've I've been. Uh, I'm trying to think of what people usually usually say. I've been sprucing up. That's not the word I was looking for, but I've been sprucing up my albatross. I had it partially painted. Whoa! Um, and yeah, it just needed the to be glammed up? Question mark. I'll, I'll accept it. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. So I've been working on that. All right. Yeah, we'll, how about you? We'll give you the warning, the yellow card for this week. But oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's the Uh-oh. shed's fault. What can I say? It is the shed's fault. It's your it's your fault for having a wife that wants to have non adjacent or property that's not a, connected to the house, but only slightly oh, yeah. adjacent. It is a place to hide from the children and do <laughs> hobbies. Her hobbies. She's like, I need twenty minutes. <laughs> Uh, no, I just need 20 minutes. <laughs> Denim, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been painting mechs for Nova, for my force, forces for Nova. But the problem is that I keep changing my list, so I have to keep painting more mechs. Heck. So I'm going to end up painting a lot more than I'm planning on bringing with me. I mean, you've been needing to like work through the paint log for a while, haven't you? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And this is this is a good reason to just, to just do it. Um, However, this is, I consider hobby progress, and I think it's even cooler than that. I was informed this week that uh, at my local hobby store that, that I demo at for the CDT, Battletech is now the largest gaming group that they have. So I totally count that as hobby progress. You say that, but they still get shoved into the smallest space in the store. <laughs> On that one particular Tuesday, yes, they did. Did you get any other any painting besides the stuff for Nova? Did you? No, it's just I'm just focused on Nova. Really? Oh man, like that's so better I, than nothing. I, no, no, but I, I'm like, how many mechs? Like, I need to know like the number. Like, like you say I, the list keeps changing. But the last time it was what five or six. So I'm like, yeah, I think I'm up to ten to ten okay. different painted mechs now. Okay, that's I need hard numbers. Why? Because <laughs> you don't paint very often. Ah, I see. Like, like I'm, I'm going to like next episode. How many did you paint this time? 
And it's like denim is painted 10 throughout the year. Keep a log kind of thing. Ooh, you know what? I think you're right. I think I'm only at like 10 to 12 for this whole year. I want to talk about what denim's painting, what color, what scheme, what faction, the number, what mechs. You're going to have to wait to Nova to see that now. Oh my. Yeah. Look, I'm going to kick your butt anyways. If like I kick your butt every <laughs> practice game. Uh, we play two practice games and we're one for one. Yeah, the first game is always the hand behind your back uh, game. Okay, I'm just taking what you just said and telling you you're wrong. <laughs> so, you can't say you kick my butt every game when we're one-to-one. <laughs> I kick your butt every game that matters. Uh, but yes, do I know your list yet? Are you willing to like no, I've, to a list? I've changed it again. I was going to show it to you this Saturday, but, but uh, you were busy. Okay. Have you, like where are they in this paint stage? Let me put it that way. I took this stupid Timberwolf out. So I don't I don't have a Timberwolf anymore. No matter how much I wanted it, I wanted it to be my anchor. But I figured that for the Timberwolf I could get two and a half other mechs. And that was it's more an important. expensive one, yeah. It's really expensive. All it, it takes is. is one lucky shot. <laughs> yeah, from the rear with, with narc or whatever. Thing goes down hard. <laughs> teleports behind you nothing personal kid <laughs> yeah i think i got seven or eight units now in this current list okay all right yeah looking good we're doing it's better getting it's getting there they're all gray now like like not primer gray but gray on top of the primer i still need to put the spots on them oh so you're doing what is it i'm going clan yeah all right smoke jaguar delta galaxy if that's one with the spots maybe who knows? Only you. Only me. That's right. <sighs> but yeah, for my hobby progress, I got a lot done. I finished assembling. Uh, I got some death ray designs. What is it? Hex city uh, like barriers, essentially. The uh, green acrylic with the like MDF bottoms. So they'll look good in literally all of my games, which is the best part. Uh, so they'll look good in my like five parsecs. They'll look good in 40 K. They'll look good in. I'm using them for Battletech for Solaris games for, to simulate like the Solaris electrified, like wall Coliseum wire thingies. Cause I'm like, they, they, uh, what's the word? I mean, that's the beauty of Solaris is it, it can basically look like anything. Yeah. Uh, it just has to look, it just has to look loud. Yes. So that'll look great there. I'm going to do that. I got a Raijin Unseen from Mr. Brute from Armor Up Podcast after he heard that I was in dire need. Of a real one. Of a real one. So I got that. I've gotten that primed, painted. I've gotten the Mad Cat TC primed and painted. I repainted my Thunderbolt and Wolverine. That's what it was. And I got my Marauder 2 base coated and everything so yeah and then i got a lot of terrain that you had been printing up for me dustin i got all my five Ooh. parsecs terrain so i got walls i got you know walkways i got buildings got i got barricades so many barricades pallets <laughs> i got like 12 pallets we're practically <laughs> like a warehouse now but those look great like once again in any thankfully mechs are the same size as like half the other miniatures so for alpha strike you just put them behind it it's like oh you're fighting like warehouse you know or factory or something so yeah it works so yeah i got a lot done got a lot of painting got a nice, lot of assembling nice 
but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all my painting hobby progress. I got some stuff done. Like I said, the problem was I had to wait for like the humidity to drop to like an acceptable level and the heat to drop to an acceptable level because I'm I'm the paranoid where it has to be perfect. Well, you don't do the lacquer coats, but uh, that that's what the humidity always messes those up for me. The clear stuff. Yeah, the clear coats. It, yeah. yeah. What? Who would clear coat their mini? Why would you do that? They're metal. I put clear on all my metal minis. Right? I you put, put a clear thick. on all on any mini that I'm going to play at a table where other people are touching them. I put a clear coat on every single one of them. You put enough a thick enough coat on it, boom, it's good. <laughs> yep. Oh, that was the other thing I did. I put a uh, like Ooh. fun catchphrases on all of my. Uh, oh yeah, Comstar mix. Yeah, so I saw like, that. So like my Phoenix Hawk two BC has you know two B or two BC literally written on it. <laughs> my Shadowhawk 2HT has too hot, too handle on it. Hey. The Gintaro has a, a tramp stamp that says narc or nothing. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm fully committed to these are the A-team of the of Comstar during Tukid. Eh, what are you going to do? I like that Shadowhawk variant a lot. I don't love it. I accept it. I could be happier. But yeah, what about for news? What's going on in uh, post-Gen Con world? Well, I think they had an inflatable urban mech. Is that what that was? A life-size inflatable urban mech. <laughs> it was over two stories tall. Uh, yeah, there was a whole saga. It was documented. Looked like it was having issues staying upright. My gyro's well, out. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. an urban mech. We got to see some sneak peeks of what we kind of knew was coming. The Alpha Strike pack. We got all those punched out trees. Uh, what are you guys' opinions on the buildings, they look maybe a little floppy. They're pop up and pop out. Like I know okay. exactly. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't argue with single sheet foldable terrain. Like it's all it's meant to be is line of sight blocking either level yeah. one or level like two or three. Yeah. I think for a box set, way more buildings and trees than I thought they were going to include in there. Nice. And uh, if it's a, you know, a box set to get people started, I think that's great. And as people play and you know, like it more, they will uh, come up with other terrain options, but it gets people started. Alpha Strike in a box, you know, like portable, you put all your terrain back in there. That's also yeah. kind of a nice idea. Come to think of it, you know, I think it's super. Um, it's the people who travel with one box and everything in it. <laughs> That's how I like to roll. They seem like finished plastic vehicles, some like 3D test print looking yep. vehicles. Uh, yep. Like we did good. before, before a lot of the uh, Kickstarter stuff finally came out. Uh, like the prototype sculpts. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if they were going to like reveal any new stuff. They had that big old dump that we talked about. We had a whole episode for it. I didn't really see anything new. I didn't notice anything new. Well, what um, I noticed new was that uh, the the jumpy mechs that are in those um, oh, mercenary boxes, the jumpy parts are optional. You can pop them off and pop them back on. So you can make them on a hex or you can make them jumping in the air. That is pretty cool. I think that's fantastic. A little detail we were not able to see in render version. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be asking, how do you paint smoke trails after this? Nah. And I think there's going to be like a thousand different tutorials. Are you, are you oh, guys shit. like the smoke? Are you guys fire? Are you guys like blue flame? Fire like, smoke, man. Yeah. Get the get the red hot parts in the, the crevices and the... Yep, me too. I'm, I'm mostly the, the black and gray smoke with the... With just enough orange and red in there. Not that I've I've smoked like or smoked. I've 
painted like three smoke trails sort of. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not an authority on the, uh, <laughs> the subject. Yeah, but after this, we might be. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I think that was pretty much it. I mean, we knew essentially what was what was going to be there. There weren't yeah. too many surprises. So yeah, I'm hoping they have like one or two little surprises for the Kickstarter or whatever they decide to do. But I don't even have this stuff yet. So like, that's a little greedy. Um, did you get any games played this time, Dustin? I did. I did play Escalation League with a a new friendly local face. Uh, it was his second game. He's picking up real quick. But yeah, had a had a had a good game. Was he a returning player or is he just like brand new? He's brand new. He's a miniatures player. I know at least he plays one other miniature war game. Um, but yeah, this was his second game. So another kind of intro game. But um, I was like, let's let's do this. Yeah. How about you? Any games played? So we did the campaigns. I ran a table. Josh ran a table. Uh, Marcus ran a table. Lots of tables. Yeah, we had a lot of tables. Was that six people to a table? Six or seven people per table, yeah. I think you had seven, right? Did you only have six or seven? I had seven for a hot second, then dropped down to six. Came out of the COVID times with a bang. Yeah. Quite the posse over there. Yep. The campaigns are going well. Uh, How about you, Josh? I was going to say, any any other non-40 or non-Battletech games? Oh, I did get to play like a billion suns on Tabletop Simulator. Hey. All right. What about you, Denim? Not non-Battletech? Uh, no, I... Do you even play up... non-Battletech games? Yeah, yeah, totally I do. Miniature I games. Miniature games. Gaslands is miniature It's not games. a miniatures game. It's not a... How is it not what? a miniatures game? I play no, miniature no. cars. That's no, by that's definition a, a miniatures wheels, game. That's a Hot Wheels game. <laughs> Hot Wheels car miniature game. Josh Art. No, I, I drove to, to Virginia... And uh, I made my kids listen to the podcast on the way up there. Oh, why did you do so, that to them? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the torture, the horror. What's that? It's awesome. like listening to my dad for, you know, six hours. It's great. <laughs> While also listening to my dad in the car for another uh, six we, hours. We stopped at Burger Warfare, which is this burger place with a giant mech out front. Uh, and yeah. it's all it's all like mech, uh, mech decorated inside. There's There's giant AC5 holes in the wall. It was it was fantastic. That place does look pretty fun. They even had mech tots, so we had some of those. It was great. <laughs> What's on a mech tot? Some coolant fluid. Yeah, some, yes. uh... <laughs> it was so good. It, everything was good. How'd your campaign go, though? Uh, mine went very well. It was the uh, the start of a new season, so the rules changed a little bit, but everyone seemed to roll with that. Uh, the mission was fantastic, designed by our very own Josh. Uh, everyone complimented the chef on that. You know, we, we actually got done in the allotted time, which was amazing. So why did you move away from like, what is it? The battle tech missions that you were originally doing? Yeah. Well, I moved away from, from the original missions because it strayed too far in my opinion from, from the books. I, I wanted to be able to take everything that's in there and just point to a book and say, this is where that comes from. So if you want to do your own campaign, that's a good starting point. Like, I don't mind if other people deviate as much as they want, but I, I feel as somebody introducing people to Battletech, uh, I want to keep it as close to the books as possible. So yeah, uh, I took all the all the stuff from, from missions, and uh, which I, I really enjoyed the missions series, but... Um, did you? I did. I, I, I enjoyed 
the concept and the idea. I did not enjoy <laughs> all the changes, so I changed it back to, to how it is in the books. I enjoyed the restaurant and the location, but I didn't enjoy the food after a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with that's a good analogy. I, I also like to play by the book, not because I don't like house rules, but just because we're introducing new people so frequently that I just, yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't wanna, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm showing somebody new and then they go back to their friend, they're like, oh, it's played this way. And then they have an argument. They can't look in the books and find the ruling because yeah. it was a house rule that I made up. I don't want to yeah. do that. I, I want to be able to show them real stuff. Yeah. If it was like, so yeah, it's not, dragons. it's not always ideal mechanically, but it's the way I'm choosing to play it. So yeah. it so, was yeah. also the, you know, they're stuck in 3025 for however many 25 years is the plan. Oh, that's true. Mis- missions does not come out of 3025 and, and everybody wanted to get into standard tech. That is true. It's great kindergarten. Terrible higher level education. That is true. So we are finally out of inner sphere. I mean, uh, intro tech. Um, and, we're, and we're out into the great big giant world. Pulse lasers, XL engines. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Um, any other games? No, that was it. That was it for no, me. Nothing? Not even an Alpha Strike practice game? <sighs> Not that I want to talk about. <laughs> yes, I did get a, an Alpha Strike practice game in. Did not win this one. Uh, had some very powerful mechs, but uh, was quickly overwhelmed by superior numbers. Uh, I was Just very numbers? outplayed. Just, Just numbers? Numbers. <laughs> numbers and die rolls, yeah, which are numbers. You did say yeah. your dice were hot. <laughs> I did say my dice were hot. You did. <laughs> only they only were. in the level of hot that they are normally, which is, you know, you know, above average, not not lukewarm. I'll, I'll say lukewarm. But I, I do look forward to a rematch with my new list. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for me, I've gotten three games in in the last two weeks. Uh, I've gotten the Alpha Strike practice game against you, Denim. Which, nice. Sorry, sorry, not sorry, but you know, yeah. it happens. <laughs> it happens. Phoenix Hawk go burr. <sighs> I got the Escalation League game that went well. It was a low killing game, but high scoring game for me. It was uh, essentially grab the objective, like capture the flag, except all the flags are in the center and anyone can grab one. Lots but of then, flags. But then the flag explodes if you nice. know, that's yeah. as it should. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh the two. And then I did my campaign, my what is it, community service. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. That that's a that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's the only place where I get to pick exactly which mechs to fight against random people. It's like I'm gonna kill every one of you tonight <laughs> and you're gonna enjoy it. They do too. It's weird. I don't want to say I pulled a punches, but once, you know, you get two medium lasers on the back of a guy's cockpit, you're like, all right, we're going to hold off on the three SRM6s now. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where as as they level up, you don't have to pull punches anymore. I only hit 80% of my urban mech shots while jumping. Urban, anytime I take an urban mech, as much as I pick on them, I do very well with them. I mean, they were ignoring it. I mean, to be fair, it's in heavy woods. So what are you going to do realistically? But um, but we're playing with Quirk. So I'm I'm very excited for them to try shooting at the Urban Mech this time. And be like, 
Oh, cool. Yeah, low you, profile. You, you hit it exactly with an AC-20. Oh, too bad. That's only 10 damage. Yep. <laughs> Little Orby that could, indeed. I know. It's awesome. But, it's yes. fantastic. So between that and all my games played, I think I'm ready for the new upcoming tournament, which is Nova in, you know, essentially Northern Virginia slash D.C. area. So yeah. we'll be playing Alpha Strike for two days and some free play, probably classic on the other day. So I'll Sounds be like seeing fun. all of you guys up there. Well, Me except too. You, Me Dustin. too. Nope. I am busy. Busy B. Busy B. But you're you're getting ready for your tournament, so. Yep, and Southern Assault. So. Yeah, oh yeah, I have Where? to clean. Yeah, I have to <laughs> clean up my missions. Mm, Southern Assault, so good, so good, so hyped. I don't want to say that I realized my first tournament was trash after playing at Southern Assault, but I realized that my first tournament was trash after playing at Southern Assault. Just the <sighs> list, just the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was good vibes at my tournament, but I was like, oh man, I should have had missions. I, there was a lot. There was a lot. I was a new TO. I was a new war gamer, really. Like, never played a tournament before of any kind of war game. But anyways. It's okay. I lost to- that one. It didn't count either. <laughs> yeah, you need to uh, you need to win Southern Assault, Dustin. That way we can keep the keep the streak going. Uh, I make no promises. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got I've got plans. I got plans. There are three just, legs in their plans. <laughs> I just claim to play BattleTech. I don't claim to be good at it. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I'm just here for mechs to watch mechs explode. If they're my mechs, whatever, as long as they explode. Alrighty, but I think that's it for all of our hobby progress, hobby news, games played, and upcoming events. So let's take a quick break, see what's coming on the store HPGs, and then we'll get into regressing backwards to the Battletech Republic. And for some store news, Fortress Miniatures and Games has the new Stormwolf Prime, Regent Prime, Royal Battlemaster, and my personal favorite, the Clam Buster Black Knight in metal from Iron Wind Metals. So you can play your ill clan games as the Pope with all his holy knights crusading onward to take back Terra. 2022 is live. So start making your 375, that's right, 375 point value list and sign up on Fortress Miniatures and Games Facebook page. Last year was the most fun rolling dice I've had hanging with mech warriors from all across the sphere. And for Mary's Games Minis, they have a restock of a whole bunch of fighting piranha graphics decals for your favorite factions. They also have their new mech repair bay and vehicle ops center terrain from Cross Electric Designs. Timbiki Dark presents Real Mechs of Genius. Real Mechs of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Warhammer full of machine gun ammo. Mr. Warhammer full of machine gun ammo. Pirates see you coming and you tell them, welcome to the PPC gun show. Do you have a permit? Define the construction rules. You pack a PSR in your hands with room left over. But are you gonna explode? Like a ticking time bomb, you walk onto the battlefield and proudly strut your stuff. Yeah! As long as your leg armor holds up, you'll be dancing on their graves. So crack open a sweet Timbiki Dark Beautiful and just pray they don't roll attack. Mr. Poorhammer full of machine gun ammo. Alrighty, and we are back. The question is, are we out of the forge of the jihad? 
have the Blake has finally been defeated. The the fires have been quelled. I don't know, <laughs> extinguished. Yeah, how many invasions did it take to finally take back Terra? One, uh, no. Well, Stragoons died. Two, no. Comstar died. Two, three. A coalition of all the <laughs> third times the charm. Who's leading yeah. that charge? Ooh, Devlin boy, Stone. Devlin Stone, you're our Devlin hero. Stone. Wow. Um, yeah, so he gets mentioned a tiny bit in the uh, jihad stuff, and he's literally like a concentration camp survivor a prison camp survivor from re-education is the technical term by the blakes okay yeah he's trying to be he escapes um he liberates tara in the 80s the 30 and the 30 80s (laughs) (laughs) not not the mullet 80s although maybe they have mullets in 3080 i'd like to imagine young devlin stone with a mullet like rocking out of the camp like what is it red dawn style well, I mean, also in, in 80s, classic 80 movies style, Devlin Stone is not his real name because he came out of the camp with amnesia. He has no idea who he is or where oh, he came right. from, or so he says, and he just called himself Devlin Stone. Cool backstory, bro. <laughs> exactly. Very 80s. But yeah, he leads the coalition, uh, and then he's like, I got... This is all abbreviated, obviously. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, please, people. None of us. Are, well, I won't speak for everybody else, but I'm not super hip on my jihad. Sorry, my dark age lore. Uh, but yeah, he leads the coalition. They liberate Terra, and he's like, "I've got ideas for a totally dope, dope state, guys. Just give me like a lot some worlds around Terra, and I'm gonna make my super cool state." And and most of them do, except for the Capellan Confederation. They they're not so happy about it. But he sets up his repu- his republic and uses economic incentives to get folks to give up their arms. So it's a mix of all kinds of political state things. It's like <laughs> kind of socialist. It's like kind of whatever you want it to be. It's space state, you know. I mean, I can definitely see this as like an attempt at hege- Terran hegemony too. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Like, that's how it always felt to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I uh, mean, he had incentives for, for people to move from one section to another just to, just to mix it up. Yeah. Because we need uh, some new factions. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, right. Gray Monday happens in 3132. So after everything settles down, jihad's over. Because nothing happened in what that in those uh, 50 years, right? Nothing. Right. Exactly. Republic of the Sphere is founded in the you know ashes of the Blakist mm-hmm. takeover, and fifty years happen. Then Gray Monday, right? Because it was it was fifty years of relative peace, and yeah. and as all war gamers know, peace is boring. So if there isn't active fighting everywhere going on, you know what are you going to read about? But it did do weird things like like the Northwind Highlanders. I mean, how many regiments of battle mechs did they have uh, coming into this? Like, like, many. yeah, like so many thousands of mechs. And uh, at the beginning of the Dark Age, you know, in 3132, there were a total of two battle mechs on all of Northwind. Like wow. Northwind had two battle mechs. Ah, that's fine. Nobody needs that many. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. it's it talk about a reset. It was a hard. It was reset. it was weird to read about. But as Denim was saying, you got to have a little spice in your war game life. 
So 3132 happens. We get Gray Monday. The HPG network goes down, and nobody knows why. Well, you see, the Blakist had it on auto pay <laughs> for their <laughs> bill. Somebody's credit card expired, and it was all over. Yeah, it's not like they all went down for the same reason. Like I think, I think seventy percent of them uh, went down for one reason, and then, and then another couple had a, had a weird virus, and then some of them that just got attacked uh, physically, you know, by bombs or or uh, or people running in with explosives. So it's not like they all died because of the same reason. It was seems conspiratorial. Coincidence, I think. Yeah. Um, so stuff gets crazy. Nobody can talk to each other anymore. So everybody's side eyeing all that all the the new the new factions we got like The new factions. Yes. Yeah. The Bannison's Raiders, Dragon's Fury, the Highlanders, the Spirit Cats, the Steel Wolves, the Stormhammers, the and the Swordsworn. Those were the uh, the the new factions as of the Clicky Tech game. Right. Those all seem like <laughs> copyright free <laughs> um, regular BattleTech factions. <laughs> or, uh, no, what is it? Um, mom, mom, can we have Lear and Alliance? <laughs> We've got we have- Lear and Alliance at home. <laughs> <laughs> Lear and Alliance at home. All right. Oh, yeah. So. I don't think we can talk about Dark Age at all without talking about why Dark Age exists. And we kind of hinted on this at the Jihad episode. So so which one of us poor souls wants to go into the in real life politics of why the Dark Age is why the Dark Age is how it is? I mean, I can I could throw myself on that grenade if we need to. Please do. Yeah. So WizKids bought the rights to Battletech. They had a very successful already clicky tech game uh, going and they're like, well, we don't know anything about battle tech, but we certainly know about this clicky tech game. (laughs) We're just going to take this game and squish it into this IP. And to make it make sense, we need to have, you know, discrete factions, which we'll make up and we'll just skip the timeline ahead 60 years so that, uh, so that we don't have to deal with any of the storyline. We can just say, oh, wavy hand stuff happened, and now here we are. In the future. Yeah. So it's just it's just because a new and you know, new people got the IP and they wanted to make it their own game and you know, just keep it flavored like the original game so that they could keep the old players, but also have the hot new uh the hot new stuff to to bring in the new players. It, it actually got kind of popular for a while, not with BattleTech players, but with uh, with Clicky Tech players. They're not the same <laughs> until ve- until much like the card game uh, updates to the vehicles just broke it, and once it broke, they're like, "Oh, we don't want this license anymore." So um, the fantastic people at Catalyst picked it up. Is it all out? Is what all out? What all of your hatred for? Oh, I, I don't have. Hatred. I just okay. have. Okay. I just have like deep, settled uh, confusion and abandonment issues. Okay. So, so yeah, I feel nothing like, that a bunch of therapy and money won't fix. I feel <laughs> like we just need to like outline like you were before and after and during Clicky Tech. Yes. Dustin was. I have a different perspective. I was definitely playing Battle Tech, and then 
Battletech went radio silent for a while, and I thought it was just over. And then I saw the clicky tech, not knowing what it was, going, "Oh, cool, more Battletech, yay!" And I bought like the their version of the beginner set. And I remember going home and opening it up and going, "What is this monster?" <laughs> so yeah, I'll kind of go over my perspective on the the clicky tech era. I was younger to spare denim. I'll just say I was younger. I had played video games on dad's computer and I go into the local game store with my mom and I'm like, what is this Battletech knockoff stuff? It looks cool. <laughs> uh, I've, I thought it was just a, a grift on Battletech, but I got, I got, it's 10 millimeter. I, I think we should talk a little bit about how all the mechs were a little bigger. So you can't use your stuff in that game, your old stuff even though they didn't have the clicky bases, so you wouldn't have been able to anyways. Right. No it's hexes. all pre-painted. It's all blind buy. So the, you're supposed to buy it and trade with your friends, the factions that you like. And, you know, and it's got that loot box mechanic to get you to buy more of the stuff. Uh, I played a little bit of it when I was young. It was my technically my very first war game. I had no idea what I was doing. I had fun. And that's it. I, I played it. And this is when I was visiting my mom during the summers because I was in Texas during half of the summer. Divorced parents, you know how it is. And so I played it for like two summers and then it was kind of gone and I forgot about all of it. But there's lots of new mechs, a very different aesthetic. They have clearly a different team of artists and stuff working on these mechs. Um, they did introduce like a cohesive aesthetic for each faction. So that is something interesting about the Dark Age mechs is that the, you know, the Draconis Combine or whatever it was called in the Dark Age mechs have a look and the Jade Falcon mechs have a look. And that's kind of gone away a little bit again, but it's, you know, some of the new Jade Falcon mechs still retain some of their wings and stuff like that. So I wasn't a, bef I wasn't a tabletop person before Clicky Tech. And then it was, you know, a decade later till I picked it back up with Classics. So it is all from that perspective years later. Uh, Josh, did you even know that it existed? I did, but only like in hindsight, it's like, you know, pulling back you know, the, I don't want to say the closet door and looking at the skeletons in the corner kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I did like, Hey, I've got this mech that I've got like two of, does anyone want one? Someone's like, sure. I'll trade you a stinger for it. And I was like, Ooh, cool. And they trade me a stinger. And I'm like, what what's this like plastic <laughs> this isn't a stinger this like, isn't a real stinger no it's a battletech you know dark age stinger i was like oh can we go back i don't want this anymore <laughs> um, yeah that's the best way to put it for me like i had okay. known of it i was never introduced to like the clicky stuff like as a miniature war gamer like that that had never came up in my like background like nobody in any of the stores i'd ever been to did the clicky stuff so so dustin you've played the clicky tech and you've played alpha strike do you, do you find them comparable at all oh listen i played clicky tech so long ago that i don't even remember what the six dice did weren't there oh. six dice <laughs> there was like a number of dice you rolled them things happened i was yeah. young okay uh, never mind i don't even know that i did it right yeah, the highlights are I went to a tournament of like a a draft tournament and I pulled a Ginny Wolf out of which is supposed to be like a really good clicky tech. It's a it's a Sun Cobra with a special pilot. Right. And then I misplayed it and I lost because I was a kid and never played war games. Uh but they looked cool at the time. 
I was curious if, if your reaction was the same as mine. To me, to me, it felt like the Duplo blocks of of Alpha Strike. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like it's 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 bigger. It's shinier. Like it's it's more cartoonish in the in the style. Yeah. Um, but it's also played with no hexes and minimal interaction. Uh, like very abstracted everything. Mm. Um, but you could you could play it on the same board as a, as an Alpha Strike board today. You know, same type yeah. of terrain and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I have my stuff. I have my rule book. Occasionally, like once every three years, I'd get it out. And my dad and I would play Clicky Tech, you know. So that was the in real life stuff. Um, At least all the stuff that we want to cover. Right. That we yeah. remember that, that, yeah, our mental blocks will allow us. Yeah, we don't want to We don't <laughs> dig too deep, open up old wounds, offend, you know, anyone who's just got over it, just got out of therapy, thinks they're okay. It is important to note that this was a divisive time for the Battletech fandom. Yeah. And a lot of people left, a lot of people came in, and it was just a big mix-up in the general vibe of the community. And interestingly, when Catalyst took it over, they didn't just ignore it, they instead made it canon and tried to make a series of source books and novels uh, I mean, there were always novels for for the Dark Age, but I mean, um, to connect it when when they brought it back to uh, what they call classic BattleTech, they they tried to tie it all back together so that your factions that you played in Dark Age are still viable factions in in actual BattleTech, mm-hmm. in the real BattleTech TM. It's like Ghostbusters. God. All right, so we're in a new age. We're in the Dark Age. We have some stuff that technically existed in the Jihad and the Civil War even, but doesn't really come into um, production. So we're going to cover some of those things that we missed in the uh, missed or omitted on purpose in the Jihad episode. And this will kind of really catch us up because the Eel Clan era doesn't really introduce much. So once we cover this, we'll have about 90% of the battle mech manual that we've gone over, we probably missed a thing here or there, but let's, let's go ahead and go over those things. Look, nobody plays that last 10% of optional rules. Nobody needs to know what all the, the terrain features do. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody wants cares. that. Nobody does that. Nobody wants to know what construction factor 50 does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so different armor types get introduced into the game kind of, uh, and we can go over those armors. So I guess I'll start with impact resistance armor. Uh, so this, Cuts your physical attacks basically by 25%. We're going to gloss over the rules here, not go into the super nitty gritty, but we'll cover anything that kind of comes up in casual conversation. But yeah, impact resistant armor cuts your physical attacks by roughly 25%. And it is 14 points of armor per ton instead of the standard 16 points. So uh, physical attacks and falls just do less damage. So maybe good for your brawlers. This is the classic Battletech take on the mechs that were created and designed in the Dark Age for the clicky tech. That's so so it's like trying to explain some of the things that were yeah, weird about it. The clicky tech had like kind of a rock, paper, scissors armor system kind right. of. Right. Okay. So this introduces the rock, paper, scissors to classic. Right. Which impact resistant makes a lot of sense because a lot of the clicky tech stuff were armed with drills or, or digger claws. <laughs> it, it was a lot of ad hoc, you know, just, just. Yeah. We'll just, get to the dump trucks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So physical attacks were a big thing and physical attacks can take a mech out pretty fast. So impact resistant was a very important 
uh, addition to the arsenal. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to do it? Denim, do you want to do laser reflective? Oh, no, I meant like, I don't I don't know what my thoughts are on impact resistant. Like, my heart says this should be good with brawlers, but brawlers get shot on the way in. They don't, a good brawler doesn't, you know, take damage from punching. It takes damage from oh, shooting. Most of this Dark Age stuff doesn't make sense unless you're playing in like a Solaris tournament where, where mm-hmm. you know, you start off in close range. Uh, this is like this isn't even like the main event Solaris. This is more like the junkyard Solaris, <laughs> often the often the, the the outskirts of the city type of thing. You know, this Bushly. is this is not. Yeah, this is not something that you would have on your on your combat ready lance in the in any of the house units or even mercenary units. This is like pirate stuff and Solaris stuff. Okay, I just need that caveat. Like you will never see this. Yeah. Yeah, impact is weird. I have I have not played with impact resistant on the tabletop. I will say that much. All right. Well, what we got next, Dustin? Uh, next is laser reflective. Fifty uh, percent less damage from direct energy weapons, basically, and fifty percent more from physical attacks and falls, and Kool Aid Man moves when you run through buildings. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Sixteen. What? Yeah. Take double damage when oh, you take yeah. damage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I was like, wait, does this allow you to go through buildings faster and like have no, your it takes, takes more damage doing it? I just need the clarification. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, oddly enough, you get 16 points per ton with laser reflective. That's pretty good. Yeah. So this is good. This is like I, anti Josh armor. <laughs> yeah. Josh brings this black knight. Yeah. I, I bring laser reflective. Exactly. Like, like if you're if you're coming from a from a Tukiad list that has almost only energy weapons, you throw this stuff on your snipers so that they can't be uh they can't be shut down. They have to come in close and beat them to death. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I've actually ran the laser reflective. I like it. The problem is, is I always fight people who don't run like majority laser. So I always, <laughs> yeah, it, it's what's the it, you're you're running rock and nobody's bringing exactly. Scissors. Yeah, that's everybody's, that's my problem with all everybody's these bringing rocks. In, in my head, I always I always think of them as just a mech covered in tin foil. <laughs> you know, it's all shiny, but but it crumples under the the, the smallest impact. Uh, up next, we got ballistic reinforced. Fifty uh, percent less damage from missiles and direct ballistics. Uh, Twelve points per ton on this one. So I feel like that's a balancing factor for this one. Is is just less arm less armor uh, per ton for you. Anybody run ballistic reinforced? I have run ballistic reinforced, and and it does its job as long as people are shooting missiles and and auto cannons. But uh, mm. if they're not, then it feels wasted. Yep. <laughs> the, all of these armors make me feel like, a, oh no, I should have just taken f- heavy fiber ferrous or something like ferro right. fibrous, Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the it's the problem because they're converting it from a from a clicky tech type, like as uh, Dustin said paper rock scissors type of game uh and next we we're getting to the good stuff here i don't know i love these next two right the next two are actually decent <clears throat> so we've got hardened hardened armor um it's just more armor uh however it is minus one to your run so if you're like a six nine now you're a six eight uh, yep. etc and plus one to your psr so your psrs are one point harder to make then you get eight points per ton and you're like, but wait, I thought you said hardened armor is more armor. Why is it half armor? Well, 
each hardened armor bubble on your record sheet can take two points of damage. So you draw like a little X on it, which basically just lets you break the armor rules and put like a heavy mechs amount of armor on a light mech. It's yep. pretty silly. Yeah. Um, it has some it, other, some other things too. Like I, I love the thing where you don't fill in the bubble. You, you draw an X in the bubble. Yeah. Like, that, that's it's awesome. in the rule book. You're supposed it to draw is. an X. It's great. Yeah. And, um, and for those, uh, for when you do get through armor crits, you get a minus two to that roll. So if you roll, uh, an eight, it goes down to a six, no crit. You have to, you have to roll a 10 to get a crit. And even if you roll a 12, that's not three crits. That takes it down to a 10. So that's only two crits. So if you got armor left, you can't lose your limb? Question Correct. Mark? You can't just blow your limb off. It's oh. The armor's too heavy. That's nice. Hardened armor is like, I don't want to say the best thing to come out of the Dark Age. Like, because we not. didn't touch... What? I'll fight you on this one. The next one is the best one to come out of the Dark Age. Hardened is it's a it, you you have to pay the the weight and you have to pay the battle value. So, I've run a lot of hardened armor mechs with my Draconis Combine Dark Age stuff, um, and it's I don't know, it's kind of a trade off. But what do you think, Josh? You you've run something with hardened armor before? I've run a lot of things with hardened armor. I've actually ran you know laser reflective hardened like. I have more experience with the armors of the Dark Age than anything else. Right. The cave line with laser reflective, it, it was so close to being good until you hit me with <laughs> Hag 40s. And I was like, oh, but uh, that, that hammerhead's got hardened armor. The hammerhead has hardened armor. The Mad Cat, what is it? Mark II enhanced has hardened armor. Like if you need something that's just going to completely run through an enemy line, the hardened armor is the you, you can't be beat unless they have re-engineered lasers, but you know, then you're rock, paper, scissoring for a whole nother level. And I'm correct. Nice, right? Yeah. I hate doing this. I hate it. <laughs> With hardened armor, there's like the most cinematic moment in my tabletop games is I had a Roko Roko Rokubi, I think it's called. Yeah. Which is like a 30 ton mech. And it took a total broadside from like a clan heavy mech. And it just ate it. It, it wasn't even nothing internal. And we're talking like probably 60 points of damage and just shrugged it off. Um, as long as you pass your PSR. <laughs> right. That That's rarely have that, ways to help that. Yeah. But <laughs> everyone thinks it's good until like, oh, I just need to pass this. And then you don't. <laughs> yep. Then you don't. Then you're yeah. like a turtle on its back and just can't get up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a seven up for a four or five pilot after taking 20 points of damage. Yes. Which is. You know, that's not what you want to be rolling. Uh, the flavor text in the battle mech manual for hardened armor literally says, I'm invincible, but I can't get up. <laughs> Something along those lines. It's a uh, it's a fair trade off for me. Yeah. But uh, so you like you like hardened armor, but what do you like more? Pharaoh Lamalor. Uh, it's just minus one point of damage for every like incoming group of five. Uh, so, yes, that turns your your LBX cluster munitions into no damage. Yep. Uh, not at all. Yep. Uh, and it's just great getting less damage from every weapon. This is not rock, paper, scissors anymore. It's just less damage. Um, and it's 14 points per ton. Uh, yeah. Which is so a little less. bit less, but you're getting a lot less damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is expensive battle value wise, but um, it's just good. It's just good. Anybody else? comments it used to be more tack ops and then it shifted to 
advanced and now it's actually part of like some of the wreck guide ill clan mechs yeah i mean yeah. nothing ruins a person's day when they when they come out with you with the um hunchback 2c with two lb 20 x's and and you just laugh because they can do zero damage to you <laughs> in cluster mode this is why you take mode. slug um it's great against like all kinds of L- yeah srms are doing one point of damage that's great uh, even LRMs, if you get hit with a LRM cluster of six, it does two damage. Or sorry, four damage. Minus two, you know. Right. That, that's good. Ooh, that and AMS. Oh. Mm. Mm. Your AC2s become, I don't want to say worthless, but <laughs> extra tickle. Right. It means that a streak, a streak LRM 20 doesn't uh, give you a PSR anymore. I feel like it's important to touch on what doesn't care about all that new armor, the ultimate rock to the ultimate scissor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the re-engineered laser, right? Yeah. So that's like a half pulse because it's a minus one to hit, but it also treats each armor circle provided by hardened ferrolamellar and laser reflective armors as one point standard armor. So basically, it just takes every single one of those special abilities and says, "Nope, I don't think so." And that is an inner sphere weapon, not a not a clan. What What are our thoughts on it? Like, I understand, like, from an in universe perspective, why it exists. I I don't want to say it makes me angry that it exists in a in game perspective. You know, right? Like, you've got all these cool things, and then you get the bad feels for saying all those cool things that you just added to your mech for a billion trillion battle value. No, it doesn't matter. It puts you in classic rock, paper, scissors territory. You're like, do I meta game this dark age game that, you know, we're playing because you talk, you, every game starts with a, what, you know, whatever are we playing in? And then you're right. like, do I bring my up updated blackjack from new tech, new upgrades or old tech right. upgrades, whatever it is with the two re-engineered lasers? Maybe. In the clicky tech, like it made sense because you had some mechs that did laser, like it was their type. They did laser type or they right. did ballistic type. So, you know, your, your units that had, that had ballistic reinforced type armor were the counter to those because it was a clicky tech game and it made sense. But trying to convert all that stuff into an actual workable balance, it, it's, it, it's a mess. It's yeah. a mess. We had a little bit of a dark age meta going on in 2018, pre-COVID times, hands. I feel like we didn't explore it enough for me to get a real th- thumb on what I liked and didn't like so much. Yeah, we didn't really do a whole lot of the like armor, rock, paper, scissoring. Like we put, we took the mechs we liked, and they normally had like one special equipment that would, you know, advance dark age tech, and that was about yeah. it. And we were all pushing into new stuff at the time. So it was all bring the rule books out. Oh, we're going to do a rule book game. Let's, we're going to play Dark Age. So <laughs> it was that kind of a thing. Yeah. And that's the reason why we took like one Dark Age mech and, you know, three clan invasion or civil war jihad mechs. All right. Uh, as Denim mentioned earlier, dump trucks on legs are <laughs> a thing. They always have been in canon in universe, but they're a big thing in clicky tech. So we're not going to cover all the primitive armor and the industrial armor and all that other stuff. There's barrier bar is cool. Look it up. Just know that it exists. We'll we'll have a whole construction mech and industrial mech. I know. And Dustin's in charge of it. 
No, I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, we will we will cover all of those in a you know specific episode. Just to, we can all put on our take our drink. How much how much damage does it do when I slap your industrial mech with my coolant sprayer? <laughs> there's rules for that. Yeah, I don't know if there's specifically rules for that, but there's all kinds <laughs> of silly weapons that get introduced with the the sprayer mechs. Yeah, the sprayer. Uh, um, God has abandoned us. <laughs> we're not covering everything, but there's some uh, another couple of quick things that we probably want to go over because it's in our our list. Because we're doing, we're going to bring back a little segment here. But and you want to take these? That's just like a super like I don't I don't even want to say bird's eye like planetary satellite eye view uh, view of the Dark Age. What do we actually like from the Dark Age, though? I liked hardened armor and ferromamalore <laughs> armor. Like I, I, lore wise or like tech wise oh, or like mech wise. Like is there know, stuff like you know I know I complain about it, but but the like the thousands of mechs in a battlefield going down to where, where battle mechs are are important again. I mean that's kind of what they were trying to do. And I kind of like that. I think they went a little bit too far. I don't mm-hmm. think there should be two mechs per planet. But I, I think that that them trying to make battle mechs the king of the battlefield again, where people can only afford or only have access to inferior products, mm-hmm. and those who, who control a small number of mechs uh, are powerful. Therefore, the two smaller groups of mechs help dictate the, the flow of the battle, but they're not the only things out there. I think that was a great idea and concept. I just think that... They didn't do it well enough. What about you, Dustin? Yeah, really, honestly, because because I came into this from like a 2018 Ironwind Metal side, I appreciate the aesthetic. I appreciate that, you know, the Draconis Combine mechs have the shoulder plates and the, the armor with the stuff. And, the you know, they had a look before then. It was... There wasn't like the artists didn't have that board with all their like, okay, you're going to include these components in your designs to make them all look the same. That didn't really exist before this age. And so I like that. I like that they have distinct looks. It felt very like faction specific rather than yeah. mech specific. Yes. Okay. Uh, how about you? Oh, see, it's all before my time. So I have to look backwards. And I don't want to say that for someone just getting in, having like a little bit of a reset was good. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's all these new factions. There's all these old factions. Like, okay, well, if I jump in now, I I can just jump in he- here. Like, it's a nice starting point. That was kind of nice. That plastic stinger? No, no. The mechs, <laughs> the mechs didn't stay where they are. Don't, don't, don't nobody at me with your Dark Age plastic mechs reprinted. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't even want to think about them. Uh, I, I want to say that's the biggest thing. I like some of the mechs that come out of it. Like you said, I I don't want to say that the ones I liked had like the aesthetic, like most of mine, because I, before Ill Clan was announced, I wanted to do like a Republic of the Sphere army. And I don't know, there's not really like a unifying, like, oh, this really separates these guys from another faction. So there's not no. that. But they did give me like new mechs that I feel like I like aesthetically. That's fair. Yeah. 
they gave me more things and I just enjoy more things in general. Right. Even though some of them aren't good things, they're more things. <sighs> Look, there's a lot of bad things about some of the mechs. <laughs> Malice. I'm looking at you. 100 ton <laughs> Mauler blackjack <laughs> hybrid thing. Abomination. Abomination is the correct word. I got four AC fives, but why? <laughs> when the guy who likes big mechs with lots of guns and the guy who likes medium mechs with little guns both agree this is bad, then you know you messed up. Yep. This appeals to neither of us. <laughs> Who's the target audience then? Uh, yeah, so that's that's the big thing for me. Did you want to cover any little bits of technology that are in your list. Uh, I'll get to that when I get to my list. How about that? That sounds good. All right. Back by some amount of demands, we've got Lance in review for this episode for y'all folks. Uh, I thought it was going to be really cool to kind of just bring together the dark age and uh, put together some lists. I, I put a list that is close to the list that I made tonight on the table and played it before. Uh, I know Josh has, um, and maybe Denim has too. But yeah, let's do some Lance and review. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Justin, you lead off. All right. Your so Lance, I, your problem. <laughs> I have a Tenchi 10 0 A at 1,829 battle value. Uh, this is kind of my... I feel like my... I. I didn't play enough Dark Age to really get a feel for my list building, but it did change. Like my older Inner Sphere tech Lance stuff, the, the, everything gets a little weird in the Dark Age. So I hadn't really put my finger on exactly what I wanted to bring, but I felt like skirmishers were a little more valuable in the Dark Age. So anyhow, my Tenshi is not a skirmisher. It is my big boy because I still feel like I need one of those. It's got some cool it pods and it's got three large variable speed pulse lasers and an MRM-30. Uh, so it's kind of a brawler, a little bit of a brawler, a slow brawler. So not the best, but a good anchor, in my opinion. After that, I've got the Wendigo Prime 2122 battle value, my most expensive mech in this list. This thing has like a smorgasbord of weapons, but importantly, it has laser reflective armor. And it is an Omni, which is important because I have battle armor on this list. This is kind of like a mixed star. It's like a Nova Cat slash draconis combine thing because that was the spirit cat idea so i've got i've got a star here uh but yeah this is a general purpose like skirmisher 690 decent weapons decent armor laser reflective kind of holding down the middle maneuvering i've got a dragon 2 11k at 1598 battle value it's got arrow 4 some homing missiles and some regular arrow missiles, an ERPPC, inner sphere, and a medium X-pulse laser. Uh, this is kind of an awkward mech, but I have the miniature and I always have to put it in my list. So it's long range support, a little bit too much of a sniper. I don't like to bring this much sniper. It's a whole sniper. After that, we have my Hitotsume Kozo. I think that's how you say that. At 1,584 battle value, Ultra AC 10, Hatchet, two medium pulse lasers. This is the worst version. There's The other version has a heavy PPC, but it's too expensive. This one has hardened armor and triple strength Myomer. Uh, so yeah, he gets in there. He's got the hardened armor. He can take a beating, and he's supposed to get hot, run in TSM people with the hatchet. Um, and finally, for spotting, 
a little and to round out the star uh, with many Omnimex to ride on. I have some cage battle armor. It's just a light tag. No, no, you gotta say it right. Say it right. Say Say it right. Did I say cage? Oh, okay. You did say cage. Uh, Okay, I'm. I'm. Is it Kage? It is Kage. That is that is Japanese for shadow because (sighs) it is designed by the Dest troopers to infiltrate. What a bunch of weebs! Send your hate mail. Um, I got the Kage light. It's a light tag vehicle. So they're pretty light. Five armor, one structure, four dudes. Uh, they have wings, so they can jump yep. four. That's kind of cool. And I think they have some stealth. They they better. They have some stealth. Their armor. name is literally Shadow. Uh, light tag is a little, you know, that's 369 on the range. So it's a little tough, but... Uh, and that's just 105 battle value, and that's in there to help with the dragon, to help the dragon lands more accurately its artillery fire and those homing missiles. That's 20 points of damage in one location. Long range AC 20. And that's my list. Um, so any thoughts? Are we going to do thoughts at the end? I mean, there's a lot of mechs in there. <laughs> uh, I like Kage. I I like them aesthetically. I feel like the Dark Age really gets me aesthetically. I think that's the bigger thing for me. Yeah. Like Dark these Age. are all these are all nice looking mechs, and I've seen them on the table, and I've seen your paint jobs with them. And they all look really nice. Thank you. So even like tactics wise, like win or lose, you're taking home the best painted for these guys. <laughs> um, I have not run that Tenchi with the VSPs. I have never put my Tenchi on the table. Uh, I have run the Wendigo Prime. I have run the Dragon. Like I said, it's awkward. And I have run the Hitosume or the Hitotsume. I don't know what the where you're supposed to put the emphasis on those. Um, but yeah, those I don't use TSM a little bit or as much. So I was still kind of like getting a feel for the TSM mech with the hatchet and stuff. Um, but yeah, I always got medium. I got lukewarm, lukewarm performance out of this list. So or this kind of list. I mean, I think that's just because it, there's no like one, I don't want to say there's no anchor because it feels like they're all anchors. I think that might be it. Yeah. Because what is it? The Kozo is the TSM hot mm-hmm. guy, right? Yeah. Yep. And your Dragon 2 is the artillery one. So and the Winding goes like the medium skirmisher. So yeah, I don't think there's like anything that the Lance really like needs, but I don't think there's anything that it really excels at besides being super generalist. Yeah, it is. It is very generalist. And for the dark age, this is kind of a slow list. Let's be real. Like there are mechs in this dark age that are running like 18 hexes, you know, gotta go fast, gotta go fast. So this is relatively slow, Uh, but yeah, that all comes out to 7,238 battle value. So I could probably squeeze some more out of it, but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay. I guess it's, I guess it's my turn. Your battle value is lower than mine, but I feel that your lance would totally destroy my forces. Um, Bro, what is this? You made it. Bro, what is this list? list? Yeah, but I feel that I I encapsulated the the feel of the Dark Age, mostly because I I have clicky tech versions of most of this stuff in my garage. And this 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 is like a Highlander list sort of thing. Now, I mean, we didn't play with battle value, so I never fielded like specifically all of this at the same time, but mm-hmm. I fielded most of this in bits and pieces. So for a Dark Age list, 
I started off with a single battle mech. Um, it is a legionnaire because in Dark Age, apparently they only had lights and mediums or the Jupiter, which is a hundred ton <laughs> monster. Um, according to the books, you never really hear about much else until much, much later on in the Dark Age. So I have a, I have a legionnaire with a real mech warrior. He's a three gunner. And that's my, you know, that, that's, the Legionnaire is such a bad mech. (laughs) It just is. It's got a, a, it's got a rack five and a targeting computer and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all. Man to punch with. Well, it it has to, because a lot of this list is melee. So the next four vehicles are, are pretend mechs. They're all, uh, (laughs) they are, they are all the, the, the mining mechs. So we've got, we get the Harvester, HVR, Agro mech, the Crosscut, uh, Logger mech, the Muckraker mining mech, and the Diglord mining mech. Um, these are just slow, ice-engined. Um, they've all got some melee weapon and, and some other bolted-on weapon, be it an MRM or, a, or an LB5X. Mm. Um, like, it's, they're, they're not good. They're slow. They don't have much armor, but but that's what that's what the forces had, and that's what came in the little blind boxes were, were mm-hmm. things like that. And then to to fill out the rest of my of my battle value, I have uh, the true anchor of this, which is the Jess three missile carrier, um, and that's got like a ton of LRM fifteens and some lasers. And then you've got the Predator tank destroyer and the Scimitar Mark two. And then was the Maxim Mark II transport carrying four platoons of, uh, it can actually carry six platoons. It's huge, but, uh, I only had enough points for four anti-mech SRM foot platoons because in dark age, it was mostly infantry and vehicles with a couple of crappy, um, construction mechs and then maybe one real mech out on the battlefield. So that's, that's why I built this list. And it's uh, actually, if you played in tournaments for, for Clicky Tech, to see a mech on the field, because mechs had to deal with heat and vehicles didn't. So most tournaments, you might see two mechs in the entire tournament, not in people's armies. Most armies had zero mechs. Oh. And I felt that was a failure of the Clicky Techs in general, is because uh, they made vehicles too powerful and mechs, for as strong as they were, uh, were crippled by heat. Like moving, always just cranked up that heat scale constantly. It was, yeah. Don't jump, just don't jump. <laughs> don't. Do so it. that's that's my that's my dark age list. It is not a good list, but it is definitely a dark age list, and I stand by it. I just want to point out that the average BV for the units on this list is like six hundred and fifty. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got a lot of stuff. This is a swarm the field kind of list. Um, well, except they're all slow, except for like the Legionnaire is the fastest at, at, uh, at 7-Eleven, except for the, the maximum transport, which goes mm-hmm. eight twelve. but everything else is like three, five or two, three, um, that it, it's all, it's all slow, but it's a wall. I guess the, the scimitar, the scimitar, I forgot the scimitar mark two is a ten fifteen. 15, but it's got a bunch of short range stuff. So, you know, it's the, it's the flanker. It's more of a, of a hold the line, you know, everything is dug in. And you have to come fight into the SRM infantry to to get mm. your objective. I don't want to say if you ever brought this to the table, <laughs> I would literally look you in the eyes and say, "I'm done for the day." 
I'd pack all my stuff up and I'd go home and I'd probably block you on like multiple <laughs> forms of social media. Um, okay, but I'm going to take that as a win because you surrendered. Win! Score. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, this is an interesting <laughs> classic list. I would, I, this seems like so much fun to play in Alpha Strike. I hate to admit it, but. Uh, no, it would I, not work at all in classic, but, but Alpha Strike, was Alpha, Alpha Strike, Alpha Strike or, or uh, Dark Age, like Clicky Tech. Like yeah. this is a viable, these are viable lists. But I love the perspective you bring to this Lansom review. You're like, listen here, kids. I actually did this shit. <laughs> this is what this list looks like. <laughs> you weren't there, but this is what everyone played. <laughs> it was madness. Y'all need help. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. Uh, <laughs> just all the, the good drugs. My, mining mech, mining mech, logger mech, aggro mech. Like, bro, this is battle tech. What are you doing? Farm tech? I'm, I'm playing Dark Age. This ain't no Farmville, the clicky game. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I so hate many it. of the early I Dark Age books were I'm exactly just, like that. They were just farmers. I, I hate yeah. it. And it's not the because best. I hate clicky tech. I, I need that on the books. I hate it because it's like got four mechs. Oh, it stopped feeling like battle tech. Oh, 100%. and it's not even. Yeah, you're like, OK, half of my points are mechs and they're not good mechs either. They're just filler mechs. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It, it just stopped feeling like battle tech. I could see this as like a campaign list. I'll give it that. Like, oh, you're raiding the, you know, the farm planet with some, you know, militia mechs. Like, I, I could see it. I could accept it. But I don't want this for my pickup game. I'll say that. It wasn't until like the 31, 35 or 6 that, that you started seeing lances, like actual lances of battle mechs again in, in the lore. I the know. Literature. So I guess Josh and Dustin brought late Dark Age lists and then <laughs> the early Dark Age list. <laughs> early to mid. <clears throat> and this is why we're kind of, we're not going to be covering the entirety of the Dark Age in one episode because because it's big. It's a big, long, varied era with multiple things in it. So we'll probably look back at some we will, point. We will definitely look back and talk about specific things. But yes, I took a like. All right, let's. I'd say I took a modern for me. Like mm-hmm. this is pretty much when I got into BattleTech. These were hot mechs, like newish. I remember those days. Yeah. Um, so, so mine is a later era dark age, but when you say dark age, these are the mechs I think of. So I have a Dolo Ire Prime, a, a Lament 2D, a Kepper 7R, and a Revenant 2R. And See, for someone who's played Battletech since the early 80s, even now, you say those, I've never heard of those except the <laughs> Revenant. I like three of those words were a different language, and then the revenant. To be fair, the Doloire is like you know what Celtic mythology, so that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just as Max never heard of those. Mm. I remember that Doloire. It's a oh, beast. a lot of people remember that Doloire. <laughs> it does work. Where to start? <laughs> Once again, I think it would tear my my list apart, but uh, but they all tried hard. So yeah, so the Dolo Ire is probably the weird part of this list. It's a 80 ton assault brawler. It goes 4-6. Endo composite internals and, you know, 
and regular armor, but it has two clan large pulse lasers, two clan ER mediums, and a clan Gauss rifle fixed to the right torso. Mm. And that's all wrapped up with actuator enhancement systems in the arms. Ooh. Dirty. <laughs> what is yeah. this AES that you speak of? <clears throat> the AES is essentially, I don't want to call it like a targeting computer for a limb, but that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Like if you put it in your feet, kicks are easier and standing is easier. So it's accompanied with uh, hardened armor a lot to cancel out the PSR. That mm-hmm. the legs can only be on medium and lower mechs, but it can be put on the arms for any weight class. They put AES in the arms to give the large pulse lasers minus three to hit. <laughs> right, because it's a minus one on top of the minus two for the pulse lasers. Correct. Yeah. Very accurate. I I don't I don't want to say it's a little cheesy, but it, it is. It is. Like <laughs> I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call also, the, yeah. I'm gonna call the spade a spade. But it's also, you know, it, it is on the hammerhead to counteract that heavy armor. Yeah. Yeah. For here, it's just, you know, make sure the clan large pulse lasers hit. They and they do it. hit. Yeah. Um, 20 away. The Kepper's pretty standards is only one of those. It's got a Gauss rifle, MML7, and some small different types of lasers. <laughs> like, let's do an ER, a VSP, and an X-Pulse. <laughs> yep. A uh, smorgasbord. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Man, I've been running Kepper a lot these days. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my old Kepper. <laughs> That's right. Um, which I used to run. I just never fell in love with it. Uh, like yeah. My Lament. The Lament is really just the Dark Ages rebrand of the Warhammer. That's the best way to put it. Mm. Um, you have two heavy PPCs and two ER medium lasers. And that has part of my favorite system which is the radical heat sink system and a remote drone command console and what do you need that uh drone command console for for the revenant that hangs out behind him with you know four er mediums and four light machine guns it's such the, a cool sculpt yeah like th- this was an aesthetic lance more than a effective lance but it always does good work for me mm-hmm. um the dolo iron element are four fours for you know stay standing keep doing damage please um i will say i really like rattle heat sinks they're fun they're weird they are like mask or superchargers for your engine oh do you want to have triple heat sinks yes (laughs) would you like to see if you continue to have triple heat sinks (laughs) anything that makes me roll something or or i am destroyed it always ends up bad for me but it's interaction and i like that i like that in a mech <clears throat> and I mean, with masks, it's like okay, I'm I'm gotten where I need to be. Then I don't need to roll it again. <laughs> then I uh, don't have to go anymore. <laughs> yeah, radical heat sinks. It's like, hey, I'm taking heat, or I'm taking engine hits, or heat sinks are dying, or I'm getting hit with infernos or plasma, which plasma is a lot in this era. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Love so, it. hey, I'm only using you know two thirds of my heat. Well, now I need to risk it to you know sink the rest of it, which I think is really fun. I think it's interactive. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm just, I, I, I'm not saying that I don't like it. I'm saying it does not, uh, my luck is not good in those situations. But I, I like the tech. I do. It just doesn't like me. <laughs> so it's like a classic, classic Josh Brawler list. You've got a whole <laughs> lot of nasty with 
I mean, I, you got two clan large pulses and two heavy PPCs. Like, whoo, that's a lot of nasty in the middle of the field. You either hit and do damage or you don't do anything and you go home. <laughs> that's right. Um, and the Keppers, I love that. This great skirmisher, you know, with the Gauss rifle and the the weird lasers and the, it's got M- MML, right? Yeah. M- yep. two? ML seven. Seven. Yeah. Which is fun. Uh, once the Doloire and the Revenant hit, or the uh, the Lament have hit you, then it's like, hey, I've got a SRM seven for you. Let's see if I get lucky. <laughs> That's right. And the Revenant's just cool. Revenant, yeah, the Revenant's just there for uh, flexing. Like, That's hey right. guys, I'm a quad mech. Quad mechs are cool in the Dark Age. <laughs> just wait until I lose the slag and I become a tripod. But yeah, uh, like I said, mine's a late Dark Age list, but. That's kind of when I started getting back slash into tabletop battle tech anyway. So, yeah. Good times. I'm going to have to run mine in, in Mega Mech just to see how badly I lose. Yeah, I'm never playing that on the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's a mess. It's a mess. You should be ashamed of yourself. I am not because this is what the Dark Age is. That's what you asked. You asked for a Dark Age list and this is what it is. Bow before the Dig Lord RCL4M. <laughs> I just want to take Whiz Kids and shove their face in this list and say, "This, this is you did this bad." <laughs> yes, and you paid us to do it. <laughs> oh, the Dig Lord. Why Dig Lord? Because of the name, the Dig Lord RCL4M mining mech. Oh, but he's got what's it? Four fluid guns. For oh, shooting. it's bad. It's just, it's just bad. Shooting fluids at me, Captain. <laughs> Uh, actually, the one the one I took has a uh, the mining drill, a rock cutter, an AC-10, and an SRM-4, and an extended fuel tank, so it does not have the four fluid guns. Oh, man. Yeah. But it only goes 3.5. It's slow. It has a fuel cell engine. <laughs> God, so bad. I mean... Like I said, I can understand them trying to reset a little bit and like, hey, we're back to Succession Wars. You can keep your old stuff. You can, you know, but. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it just went down to just a couple mechs wandering the battlefield trying to avoid all the squishy stuff. You're a couple mechs wandering the battlefield looking for squishy yes. stuff. My list. Yes. Um. So out of these lists. Who do you think would do the best? Uh, it. I mean, obviously, it's either yours or Dustin's. Um, I I do like the light tag if uh, if he can get the Kage into a good position and and use that tag effectively. But I think you've got the firepower advantage and the armor advantage. <clears throat> Spoiler alert: the, some versions of both of these lists have been on the table versus each other, and I'll let you know who got their butt kicked. <laughs> So I, I uh, I'll vote for Josh's list. Um, okay, it's a powerhouse. <laughs> it's just really tanky. Like it's not trying to do a lot of weird stuff. It's just like I'm gonna hit you hard. And unfortunately, even with all the new fancy tech of clicky tech, just hitting someone with you know 15 points, multiple 15 points does a lot of damage. Well, the the large pulse with a minus three. The clan large pulse with a minus three. I mean, that can take out so many things all by itself. Yeah. I mean, you need that for like all the quick stuff in, in the Dark Age, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Would you believe that the uh, 
Dark Age remnants of Comstar use a Dola wire with C3I. I would. Yeah. They're all good. They're all good lists. <laughs> but, I appreciate but, that, Josh. <laughs> but, they're, but they're all just built for different things. Yours was built for a, a bygone era, a civilized age. Uncivilized age. Yeah, I'll say that again. <laughs> they had never come back. Yeah, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I'm kind of mad that you're going to make us do more Dark Age stuff, though. But I guess that has to be done. It doesn't have to be. We've opened the book. We can, we're now allowed to do whatever we want. We can do Ill Clan. We can do Solaris. We can do Protomex. You know. Yeah. That, that was the big thing. It's like we had to at least open. Let's sprint to the finish line here. Because yeah. <laughs> now we can talk about using Protomex in the Ill Clan era. True, 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 true. The Protomex are not bad. No. They're just weird. They're just weird. <laughs> they suffer their own their own curses. Hey, it came from Smoke Jaguar. I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyone want to send us home? Ah, uh, sure. Hey, you can contact us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook and Discord, and a special thank you to all of our Patreons. Hey, don't toss that old bobcat that's rusting in your backyard. Convert it into a construction mech instead. 